0: Welcome, everybody, to the Ville House Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, Holly Nicole Villanueva. What's up, babes? Hello. Slash producer. <laughs> I'm promoted. not a producer.
1: I don't, I don't have time to be promoted. We need a producer. <laughs> <laughs> Taking
0: applications.
1: <laughs> to be the production manager.
0: Produ- no, that's different than a producer.
1: What's different? You produce.
0: A production manager is overseeing the production. A producer is actually bringing what's needed to the show.
1: To be productive guests,
0: uh, information, uh, topics.
1: Okay, you in this room. Yes, of course.
0: Dallas has her TV super loud. Of Um, course she does. Yeah, we're back from taking a trip out to El Paso. Uh, we took a day and went out to El Paso for a funeral. My grandma, my not my grandma, my grandpa passed away on my dad's side. Dude was pretty old, ninety four, I think, is what he said. Yeah, ninety
1: three, I think, because his birthday hadn't happened this year yet.
0: Oh yeah, so ninety three. Born in the twenties. That's a that's a freaking long time.
1: It's a long life, man.
0: It is a super long life, and he was he was pretty active up until the end. My dad was saying that he was driving. Like two weeks prior to him passing, which is fucking bananas to think about.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it was like a quick, um, a quick downhill spiral, I would say. But at the same time, it was like, um, just, it was just bad. Like everything that kind of spiraled out of control, but ultimately COVID, COVID was Yeah, he contracted COVID and that's,
0: that's kind of what caused it all, but um, yeah, that's neither here nor there if I use that correctly but uh dude was he was ninety four years old my grandma's still uh alive and kicking, and she's i think she's the same age yeah she is um and then so my grandma my great grandma I don't know if it's my grandma's mom or my grandpa's mom, I don't know whose it was. But she lived to, like, 104 or something like that. Something crazy. Like, she was... I remember seeing her one time. She was just, like, this little frail thing, but she was, like, still, like, talking. And I don't know. I just... it, it It was weird to see.
1: I feel like the older generation now, like, they're just living to be really old. Or, like... I don't want to say the older generation, but, like, our grandparents are just living to, like, really old age. But I just have no desire to live that long
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know it it depends if i if i like with them they were st- they're still well my grandpa my grandma's still okay like she was getting up and moving i like, know i was then. getting
1: so stressed out the day we were leaving she was just like standing up and sitting down and standing up and sitting down
0: and yeah. i was like oh I- <laughs> and then my grandpa like i saw him in the video he was like moving around like he was still uh younger than 94 years old and he was still driving a few weeks ago so that says a lot about his how he carried himself and his health um. But like on my mom's side, my grandpa lived to. I th- he was in his 90s. Also, I don't remember exactly how old he was, but he was in his 90s. Uh, but his what well, he wasn't as uh, like mobile as my grandpa on my dad's side, and then my grandma. I think she she was in her 70s when she when she passed. So she was old, mm-hmm. but not not too old. Uh, um, but she had
1: like underlying
0: conditions, right? Yeah, I mean, she had diabetes and all all this other stuff, Uh, but, like, my grandparents on my dad's side, so the one that just passed, like, they're, it's crazy when you think about, uh, like, who they are as people, Um, like, they had nine kids, nine, I think, yeah, so they had nine kids total. That is a lot of fucking kids. That is
1: a lot of kids. But uh, I mean that was normal for like our grandparents, you know?
0: I don't know. I don't think everybody was out there having nine kids. <laughs> no. I so my grandma Three, four, had, maybe five.
1: Yeah. I think I think there was five four. I think there was four on, on my mom's side. And on my dad's side there's a lot.
0: Yeah. There's I don't a lot know. of kids. Nine freaking kids, that's a that's I a mean, lot that's of kids. That's a haul. And especially back then um could you think about like um uh, like medicine back in the day it's not as advanced as it was now so a lot of the shit that they had to go through um take like all the shit that we take vaccines for now like a lot of that wasn't available
1: i mean it was just a different world than like life was just less expensive to live like a lot of the times, the wives didn't work. They stayed at home to like raise all of those kids. So you lost like a lot of the cost associated. Like today, if we think about like having nine kids today, that's nuts. But back then, it was, I wouldn't, I won't say common, but more common than having nine kids today is.
0: Yeah, I guess maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, financially speaking, I don't know if it, if it was how it would be back then. I, I lost my train of thought. But it got me thinking of, like, family history. And, and I don't know too much, like, beyond uh, my dad's. Like, even my dad's it was a little bit of a mystery along with, with my mom. Like, I know a little bit about their history, but not, like, everything. And I think, like, that generation, they're just really, real secretive. Not secretive, but, like, They really don't want to talk about their childhood or they're very vague about it. And so, I mean, even more so with my grandparents, like I know a little bit about who they are and where they come from, but I don't know that much. Like if you gave me a test about them, I'd probably fucking fail, like all of them. Um, Like my grandpa, when we went to his funeral, it had his name on there. And then with the middle initial V... And you ask me like what does V stand for? I, I don't I don't fucking know. <laughs> like I don't yeah. know what the V stands for.
1: That's a that's a hard one. Um I I think your family like there's a little bit of a difference there because um because of where your family came from. That sounds bad and I'm not meaning to say it in a bad way, but like um like your You are first generation American, so your family came over from Mexico. So their lives were significantly different being raised than what you're used to and what our kids have gone through. So, well, that's the thing with them, they're I'm pretty sure
0: they're American, like they were born here.
1: Your dad's parents,
0: yeah, I'm pretty sure that they were my mom's parents and my mom for sure. Like, they were born, they came over from Mexico,
1: yeah. Um,
0: but on my dad's side, i
1: th- <clears throat> yeah, I think they were born here in the states mm. yeah i mean it was it was just different, like when talking about my grandparents, um my parents like i know I know a lot about them, about them growing up and about um like kind of just I mean, I guess there are gaps now that I like sit and think about it, there are gaps on like. One question I've always had is, how is my mom born in Indiana? And But, like, all of my grandma's family is from Florida, and all of my grandpa's family is from Kentucky, and somehow we lived in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and That's, that's the but shit like. I'm talking about. Like, you don't really know.
0: And then, like, visiting this uh, this past Thursday or, or whatever it was, um, like, it really got me thinking a, a lot more about it. And... uh Man, and I wish my dad would get on the podcast. And even if he didn't get on the podcast, I just wish we could have like a long conversation. And I would like to record it just to like have something to listen to whenever, right? Even mm-hmm. if it didn't make it on the podcast. But like his, that, so that family, my dad's side, his parents and all his brothers and sisters, like they were, they worked the fields. So they, mm-hmm. they were migrant, migrant workers. Yeah. Uh, So they traveled all along Uh, the Southwest and the West coast all the way up to Washington and back down here to Texas, just working fields. And they moved with wherever the work was. And I knew that like at some point growing up, my dad had mentioned it or whatever, but like it, it never struck me until like, I didn't know the details. Mm. Right. So he mentioned onions. uh, (coughs) Onions is like the only one I can, I can think of. But,
1: um, that like stands out. Yeah.
0: But, uh, just like not too long ago. And then we started talking about it again this past week, but not too long ago, like for a certain time they lived in Washington. I never knew that. Like I Washington never did state. Yeah. Washington state. Like I never knew he spent time in Washington at all. Like, like I didn't know they went that far North no working in the fields. Um, like I always knew the Southwest and California and I I thought that's just where it went. But then it turns out, like, he went all the way. Like, he lived in Washington, worked in the fields there. They did their thing. And then they somehow made it back to Texas.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, so, like, that part of my dad's life uh, and how his parents were at the time, like, I have no no real idea and no understanding of how it went, right? Yeah. Um, and then, like, my dad and all his uncles, I'd always see him. Like, they get together once in a while. They they drink. They hang out. Your
1: dad and your uncles or your dad and his uncles?
0: Uh, My dad and, and, and his brothers. Okay. So, my my uncles. But I don't know how their relations, relationships were beyond that. Yeah. Like, how close were they growing up? Like, some of them are pretty far apart in age. Yeah. But, like.
1: I know. I was trying to, like, because this was really the first time that I met a lot of people on your dad's side of the family. Just because yeah. it's, like. Typically, they're never all together in one place because they kind of live like sporadically. Yeah. Um, but as I was meeting them, I was trying to like put them in order, like based solely on looks and like the things they were saying to me, and I was not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I was not good at stacking them. And then, um, like your dad has lost some, like a sister and a brother. Yeah. And so I was meeting people who were like related to those people who have passed away, and they're like, "Oh, I'm, I was married to this person or whatever," and I'm like, my brain just wasn't computing the name because I had never met them or like heard talk about them. And then after the fact, I'm like, "Oh, that like that person passed away, or they're not here, or whatever." And it was it was hard because there's there is a lot of them, and a lot of the. The verbiage was done in Spanish there, so I was,
0: yeah, odd man out. Yeah, everything was in Spanish, but, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of people. So with all my uncles and and aunts, like, for my grandparents, between all their kids, that's a shitload of grandkids and even more great grandkids. So it's it's crazy to see all that. Um, so after the funeral, we all went back to, to the house, to that one house that everybody knows, everybody's lived in at some point, and. It was almost like, it was almost like going back in time. It, it it was weird because. Like nostalgic? Yeah. Like nothing changed. Everybody was just hanging, hanging out. People were eating inside and then all the brothers, by the brothers, I mean like my dad and, and my uncles and then now included us. We were just in the back like drinking, like mm-hmm. having some beers and, and shooting the shit or whatever. And then all the kids were just running around all over the place, like in the backyard and through the house and. It was weird because, like, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever it is,
1: you were the kids. Like,
0: or? I was the kids, uh, I I was one of the kids running around and and causing a lot of shit, and my grandpa chasing us off, and and then my dad and his brothers like having beers there. So it was strange just to see like the different generations, in in that one house. And I think about it it's like, man, being in the military like we don't, we don't have that. We're not going to have that. We're not going to have that one location where it's like, Hey, this is where I grew up. Like, this is where I was running around. It's like, cause we move around so much. It's,
1: yeah. it's weird. I think the kids get it from, from like our parents though. Um, because you know, when you're, when you think about it, it's, your grandparents houses that really like left those impacts for you like not like when you think of your dad's house you don't have like as tight memories as you do at your grandparents house does that make sense yeah or like when you think of your mom's house it's not the same as when you think of like your mom's house cuz even now like they don't live there but we still like pass by it every time we go to el paso but that's what i'm saying
0: like there's nothing to go
1: back to because those houses are not a part of any of our
0: lives anymore Like, the house that I grew up in, or my grandma's house
1: on my mom's side. Yeah, but, like, those are the houses that give you the memories where, like, your grandparents' houses. So, like, for our kids, like, yes, they don't have a house to go to that's, like, this is the house I grew up in. But I feel like when they go to, like, your dad's house or my mom's house, like, those are the houses where they're, like, this is where my grandparents have always lived. Like, this is where I remember going to visit my grandparents at or whatever. But, like, for us personally, it's not, like, a set house of, I don't know what I'm, like, in my mind It makes sense. But, like, by the time that our kids start having kids, we will have that house that the kids can go back to and be like, this is my grandparents' house or whatever. Yeah. Like, we will be solidified at that point in life where we're not moving, well, hopefully, where we're not moving around, like, all the time. So, the kids will have that one focal point to go back to. Uh,
0: Maybe. I I don't know. I don't see it that way because that one house is four generations now. Yeah. Four generations. Yeah. So the grandparents, uh, my parents, us, and then our kids. Yeah. So like four generations in one house. And I can't think of a house in any of our families where that's the case. Yeah. Where it's four generations deep, starting with our grandparents all the way to, to our kids. Well, like,
1: your dad's house will now be three generations deep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, like,
1: when our kids have kids, if they go visit family in El Paso, like, then that would be at your dad's house. That would make that four generations, you know? Because yeah. it's their grandparents. Like, where the four generations started, your grandparents, the four generation will start at our kids' grandparents. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just... Uh, it was... It was interesting to see just, like, even though it wasn't my family or, like, it was your side or your dad's side of the family, it was interesting to see just how, like, things don't change. Where, like, the, like, old ladies are sitting around the table, like, yelling at the kids. (laughs) And, like, uh, all throughout the day, like, more food kept being served, like, no matter what it was. (laughs) Like, there was food there and people, like, the, there was, like, little clicks within the family that you saw <laughs> yes. where it's like okay all the little ladies are around the table all the kids are like in the corner on their electronic devices our generation was like outside around the fire and then it's like kind of all like split up and um like when our kids they were in the back like climbing the tree and stuff and they're like we keep getting yelled at for and getting out of the house yeah. and it's like it's it just took it back to like man that was that was how it was when we were growing up yeah it's like at
0: least you're just getting yelled at you're not getting chased after <laughs> with the with the belt or yeah. ready to get swatted that was us and uh it was it was crazy to like catch up with everybody cuz a lot of my uncles i haven't seen in years and my cousins uh like especially david i hadn't seen him in in 13 years which is crazy to think about and uh-huh. uh I, I will say it was like a little awkward at first like how do we approach this type of deal like we started talking to each other but at first it was kind of like all right how do we go about this yeah. what do we say to each other and then after maybe like 5 10 minutes into the conversation it's like it hasn't changed right mm-hmm. like yeah our, our lives have progressed and we've we've done all this shit and uh like we like now we have a bunch of kids like I haven't never met any of his kids uh, I don't, he has he, four too, right? Yeah, he, had, he hasn't met mine and like, that's, that's cool. But, and then it just, it fell back into like old times. Like if we were just cousins growing up again, yeah. it, it was strange. <clears throat> uh, you know the one cool thing
1: that I felt awkward or not awkward, but like felt bad about was that like um, our kids just didn't really know how to interact with like that amount of family around. Yeah. So for like everybody else there, it was just normal to have like all the cousins and the grandparents and the aunts and uncles and everything there. But for our kids, like when people started talking to them, they were just socially awkward almost because they didn't know how to deal in like those environments where it's like, no, like these are family because the kids were like stranger well, well, danger. Yeah. They, yeah. They didn't know yeah. anybody. That's, yeah.
0: I, I mean, right away they started playing with all the other cousins, uh, but at the because that's what kids do, right? They yeah. just play with whoever. You're a kid, I'm a kid, let's play. Okay. <laughs> uh but yeah, like with all my uncles and my aunts, they didn't they didn't know who they were, so it was it was weird. It's kind of yeah. like having people in the street come up to you and say like, "Oh, hey, start green, you right?" Yeah. So you kind of had to explain to them like, "Hey, yeah, these these are family members." Yeah. Um uh, but even after that, they were still like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like, "I want to go climb this tree."
0: Yeah, they they go play and whatever, do their thing. Yeah. So it's just weird to see like it's pretty much like history playing out in front of you. It's yeah. it's strange, and uh, it,
1: it was made, it was the first time the kids had been to a funeral. Yeah, that was the I first mean, time they went to a funeral. Braylon went to one. Well, like your grandma's, but she was, she was really small. Then. She doesn't remember like less than two. Um, so she was like one and a half, I guess. And um, but it was the first time that they actually went and like went through a funeral process. Yeah. Um, And I figured like they would have more questions or kind of like just trying to wrap their mind around it. But they were kind of like, oh, you know, this yeah, is
0: funeral. The only one that had like anything, any kind of feelings about it was Elena. Like Dallas knocked out right away. Braylon was just not feeling well. So she was just like there. <laughs> yeah. And, and I get it. They don't have any attachment to to that side of the family really. Um, and then but Elena you could tell like something she could tell it was like a sad environment
1: yeah right. like Elena was sad but like I think we talked about this on the podcast before but like Elena is the most in touch with her feelings out of any human being I have ever met like adult yeah. to child like she is the most in tune with her environment and her feelings and we were at the viewing before the funeral and she just started getting very emotional and like she was teary eyed, but she was like, I'm not sad. I'm not sad. Yeah, but like yeah. she couldn't, like, I don't think she understood the feeling she was having. Like she knew she was having feelings and she knew that she was like upset, but she couldn't like figure out why or like what was going on. Yeah. Um, but it was, um. I think just, like, seeing your grandma come in, in, like, when you got up and hugged her, um, it was just, like, a sad kind of aura, and Elena was, like, she started getting emotional, and, like, she tried to play it off, but. Yeah, she did. I think she's the one who was, like, really had the feelings about it, but, I mean, it was, that was, um, I think the first time for them where they realized, like, funerals are really a thing like yeah like death is going to be a part of life but it just uh i think i mean overall i think they did well it was just it kind of hit me in the feels of like how grown up they all are it was just like yeah man it was yeah
0: yeah with was elena that's why i was telling her like you could tell she was she was kind of holding back like she was sad um uh, but that's what I was telling her. It was like if you have any questions, just ask me. Like, because it's all brand new to them, and yeah. uh, it, it's kind of weird to explain a funeral to to kids.
1: Yeah, well, that's like the kids when we were at. So when we were at the viewing. Um, there was like a a PowerPoint, I guess, like a slideshow that just had a bunch of pictures throughout like your grandpa's life and stuff. Mm-hmm. And in their mind, that was the funeral. So they were like, okay. So when we were leaving the viewing to go to the actual funeral, they were like, well, what was the point of that? And so then we had to, like, I was telling them, you know, like, this is where everybody can come and, like, see him for the last time and say goodbye and, like, be with each other as a family to, like, say goodbye. And they were like, okay. Like, that was good enough for them. But then for the service or the actual funeral, uh, like, you guys are Catholic, so it was a Catholic mass. And it was all in Spanish, so we were, like, at a double negative. <laughs> like, one, we didn't know, like, what was going on because it was in Spanish, and two, like, we're not Catholic, so we didn't know, like, the processes. Oh well, to um, be fair, like, most of my uncles didn't
0: know what was going on either. Yeah. Like, they understood language, obviously, but the whole service and religious piece, none of them knew. I don't, I don't think any of them, like, really knew.
1: Yeah, so lucero was there and i was like hey you know i needed you to help me like figure this out and but you showed up late so i was lost and she was like i went to the wrong church <laughs> Yeah. but like when she got there she was like hey like i primarily speak spanish and i didn't know what was going on for the majority of it and i was like okay i don't feel so bad yeah but um yeah it was just like the it's just different in general like the the religious piece of it but um it was i mean it was a nice ceremony from when i gathered from it and um it was just it was good to see everybody together just like in memoriam of like your grandpa's life and even like i don't think i ever met him but no i don't i
0: don't think you ever because he
1: yeah i don't think i ever met him but i mean just like how everybody pulled together for him shows like he was a good person even like your grandma when she was talking to me um she's like well i know we don't understand each other but yeah. like i'm saying nice things
0: well they they were they they were tough people well, my grand grandma's like a tough person and he was uh, a really tough person that's why when i see him i like see him nothing as nothing but like disciplinarians um because they pretty much both were yeah and they were just strong people so when i picture like my grandparents and then my dad and his brothers and sisters, like I don't ever picture like hugs and love and hanging around the kitchen table and or like just hanging out in the living room and enjoying each other's company, like I don't see none of that. I see which it sucks, but I see like like arguments or working or oh or you know just taking care of business, yeah, which is not really like a Doesn't seem like a family thing, but just the way they operated and and who they were, like, that's how I saw them. Like, they were literally, they were, for real, the head of the household, and they took care of business, but that's about it. I mean, I'm sure there was, like, a lot of love, and, you know, they shared, uh, like, hugs and kisses and laughs and all that. I just, I don't remember seeing any of that, and I can't picture it just, but, like, Based
1: on what you remember?
0: Yeah, just uh, based off of, like the kind of people they are. Not to say, not saying that they're bad people. It's like they're just very strong people. Who like my grandpa was definitely one who didn't show emotion. Like yeah. he was either pissed or he was stern, and that's about it. I don't I don't really remember him joking around or laughing. And like I mean, you saw the pictures. Yeah. Was he smiling
1: in any of them? Maybe. The, <laughs> See me, I had like a smirk. Yeah,
0: yeah, but he was just like a serious face, and then like there was some where he was holding babies and stuff. But even then, he's just like Straight serious face. <laughs> face. Yeah. yeah. So and that's how that's how I remember him, and just how he always chased me and my cousins around, uh, yelling at but, us. But I mean,
1: even like I think on one of the recent podcasts, you were telling the story about how like he caught you guys in the park. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. He was a security guard for a long time, and then he he caught us in the park. Um, hold on. But, yeah, I was – yeah, I told the story. He was a security guard for a long time, and we, us knuckleheads, a bunch of me and my friends were at a park in, when we were in high school because, I don't know, we were just there just messing around. And he rolled up on us, and he was, like, yelling at us, and he kicked us out. And, like, I heard him. I was like, oh, shit, that sounds like my grandpa. And then when he wasn't shining the flashlight, I caught a glimpse of him. And, like, his look is really uh, distinct, mm-hmm. if that's the right word. He's got, like, big glasses and the pointy nose and the big ears. And then with his hat, I was like, that's got to be him. So I approached him. I was like, hey, it's me. And, and uh, he he's like, oh, okay, cool. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't give a shit. He was doing his job. I was like, yeah. okay, I get it. Uh, but, yeah, that's who that's who my grandpa was. And But he raised, like, all the kids. But I still, like, going back to family history, like, I don't know – how the relationship was between, so him and his wife, however that was, like, they never held 77
1: hands. 77 years married, that is nuts, that's a lifetime of being married to the same person. Yeah, that's a long-ass
0: time, but it's like, I don't remember, like, hugs and kisses, definitely weren't holding hands, like, uh, I walked in on a few arguments, yeah. uh, but, like, all the... Like us, like we hug and kiss in front of the kids all the time. And we joke around, we have arguments, of course, but like there was only one side to them that I ever saw. Uh, so it always makes me wonder: was like were they always like that,
1: or do, you know, did they baby their kids every once in a while? Or, so, I mean, I think you just have this like idea of them, but like as someone who is just like looking from the outside in, like just looking at the photos and stuff, they were never like kissing or holding hands, but they were never far apart from each other. Yes. Like in all the photos, if they were sitting, they were like right beside each other. If they were standing, they were right beside each other. There was never a photo shown. And even when we went to their house, I was like looking at all the photos on the walls and stuff. But, um, there was never a photo where they were like in separate places, like where one of them was at the table and one of them was at the couch or one of them was like on one side of the room and the other, they were always like, together like a a solid front in whatever it looked like and that's kind of what I got from it was like they were probably as you say like like a lot of parents were in the freaking 60s and 70s you know just like you're doing it because I said and don't ask any questions like that was just life then but um like everything they were just together in it um and I, I don't know like I just, it blows my mind. And one of the things that I was telling Carla was, how do you, like, live life without someone that you have shared life with for 77 years? Yeah. Like, you, like I wouldn't know. Like, sometimes I just, like, will go on this rabbit hole of thoughts of, like, what if something happened to, like, you and I just had to, like, keep raising the kids and you weren't here? And it's like, we've been married for 10 years, almost 11, and it's like... It would be drastically difficult to like keep going and figure out how to do life, but I mean seventy like there's nothing that that person doesn't know about you <laughs> like yeah. like every like your life is so entwined with theirs and I don't know it who it's it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I don't. You know, uh, it's like the I don't want to say it, but you hear it all the time. It's like when people are so old and they've been together for so long. When one passes, the other one is not far behind.
1: Yeah, But um, your grandma said that. She was like, I'm, I'm ready to go. Like, yeah. I don't – and, and it, I mean, that's sad, but – And my dad was kind of talking about it, too. And,
0: like, it's something you don't want to say or think about. But, you know, that's the case. I don't know if it's, like, just because they're real old or, you know, there's something to be said about just not having the will to live anymore when your significant other is not there. So, you know, your life just ends, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, of so like, just le- like as cliche as it sounds, it's like it's legit, just heartbreak. Yeah, yeah. And dying, dying of heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, like, when I was talking to your stepmom and your dad, um, they were saying, you know, like they call her Miss Rose, which was another thing <laughs> yeah. that was weird for me. But, like, um, my father-in-law calls his mom Mrs. Rose. <laughs> so, he was okay. saying, you know, like, she's been very strong. Like, she hasn't got upset or cried. But the last day at the viewing, like, she broke down. Yeah. It was, it was hard because yeah. she knows, like, once the casket is closed, like, that's it. it it's like, for real. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So, that's the other thing. Like,
0: everybody, all the brothers and sisters called – their parents, so my grandparents, Mr. Mike and Mrs. Rose, they they rarely said, and I don't know if that's just a nickname or something that stuck, but it's like, that seems very separated from, like, parents? a parent, right? <laughs> uh, so, but, like, I don't know how that, that started and how it, it just stuck, but they're all like, Mr. Mike and Mrs. Rose, um, and rarely would they refer to them as, like, mom and dad. Every once in a while, I'll hear my dad say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to... To my dad's house but most of the time it was like i'm going to miss rose's or it's weird like when
1: you talk about her in context so when you say like you would say like i'm going to mrs rose or yeah. um like it's at mrs rose's house but when you talk to her you call her abuelita like yeah. you, i didn't hear you call her mrs rose like your dad called her well, like no well that's the thing the
0: grandkids never called them mrs rose Oh no. no or mr mike all
1: the brothers and sisters did so all my aunts and uncles and my dad but you know like it was it kind of caught me off guard and I don't know why because I knew that like everybody referred to her as Mrs. Rose but when I met your grandma on your mom's side like when she introduced herself to me like it was in Spanish obviously so it was a translation but she just introduced me or introduced herself to me as your grandma and was like I'm like, that's just what she said. Yeah. But when I met your grandma on your dad's side, she was like, hello, Rose Villanueva. <laughs> I was yes. like, oh, hello. <laughs> like, yes. This is very formal. Like I'm at a job interview. Um. But it just caught me off guard how she said her full name, like very, like no nonsense, distinct, like, hello, Rose Villanueva. Yeah. Like, okay, hello.
0: <laughs> that's the person she is, like yeah. straightforward. But yeah, that's that's why, I don't know, it's strange. Um. And like, we all have our nickname for our parents but that one is just it's out there and and all the all my uncles and aunts do it they're mrs rose mr mike uh so it's just strange like that I, I just i have that sense of i want to know more i don't know like it's been hitting me for the past few years like i just want to know more about my family history and like not everybody has that that privilege i guess i'll say it like of of, uh, of of having like family in the past because some people don't don't have uh family members or, or living family members and like mm-hmm. pretty much that they could be the only ones or maybe it's just them and a the sibling or like we're lucky enough that we have a bunch of aunts and uncles and uh some of our grandparents are still there and it's like i just want to know more about the history and and our parents are still are still here so i just want to like get more from like tell us how you grew up tell us how like how everything was like because i'm just i'm just thinking family history like when the kids get older we talk to them a whole bunch yeah i don't i don't remember my parents talking to me sorry i don't remember my parents talking to me the way we talk to our kids and explain stuff to them and let them in
1: you know on family stuff I mean, I've asked my parents questions, like, how did this happen? Or, like, how was this, like, growing up? You know, like, because my grandpa, my mom's dad, um, he was, like, straight no-nonsense. Like, like, there was no lies, no back-talking. Like, he said something, you did it, you didn't question it. Like, he was just like that, and that's all. I mean, I remember him being loving and, like, holding us and hugging us and stuff, but... Like, he was just a very stern man. So I would ask my mom one time, like, How did you tell my grandpa that you were pregnant? Because she got pregnant very young with my sister at like eighteen or nine no, like seventeen maybe. So I was like, How did you tell my grandpa? you know, because that shit had to be wild, you know, like, um, and she's like, I literally told him I need to go to the store to buy something for school, and I told him in the middle of the store, so, like, we were in public. (laughs) And I'm like, that's crazy, but, like, she never would have offered that story had I not asked the questions, you know, like, and I feel kind of how you were saying, like, we tell the kids a lot, like, we have a lot of conversations with them, and, I mean, obviously age appropriately, and we make sure that, like, we're not telling them things that they don't need to know at their age, but um, we do share a lot about, like, when we're at places like, Hey, this is where this happened or like me and your uncle used to go here and do these things. And I, I don't remember my like parents telling me that stuff like, Oh, me and my brothers used to do this or yeah, whatever. And But yeah.
0: Yeah. Even this, like, uh, I try to pull that information from, from mostly my parents. Right. And I ask them, uh, certain like specific questions. Um, they tend to be vague a lot of the time and I don't know it's because it's bad memories. It was just a hard
1: life for them I think. Like those are memories that like they just don't want to so maybe
0: up. but it's still worth knowing because then everything just kind of it dies off, right? And I don't I don't want that to be the case. Like I want to be able to tell the kids all about my grandparents and all about my parents and kind of like this is kind of shit some of the shit they went through, this is a lot of the shit they accomplished. Like, this is part of your family history. And so, like, mostly for, like, when you think you're in a rough spot or where you think you can't do something, like, take a look back at this. Yeah. Right? It's like, uh, I don't know, but it, it, it makes you a stronger person the way I see it. And that's why I'm that's why I love that we have a podcast, too. It's like, yeah, we bring a lot of other people and we're telling all these cool stories, but a lot of, like, these podcasts involve a lot of our stories so if god forbid something were ever to happen to us our kids would be able to just like open up this podcast and they get a huge portion of like or a huge insight onto who we were as people like who we are a lot of our stories because if you go back and listen to to all of our podcasts we have a bunch of our stories especially the ones where it's just me and you like we've shared a bunch of stories and our kids can take from that pull from that remember us that way understand like our point of view uh because we went into de- quite a bit of detail on some of them and they're like yeah those are my parents it's like oh that's the way they saw it like even on shit when with them like <laughs> whenever we got mad with the kids or whenever we made a decision and we talked about it on the podcast they'd be like oh that's what happened during that yeah. one time and
1: i do i think like the older you get, like when you think back on memories and I don't know, there's like been a lot of scientific studies done and I'm not going to quote any of them cause I don't know the exact verbiage, but it's like, like your mind tends to go to tragedy and like bad memories and you have to work to pull at those good memories, you yeah. know? Cause you just, you're always going to remember the bad more than the good. Uh, it's just like part of life, but. I think uh, it's just stronger emotions tied to that. Yeah. So it's like. It's hard to pull from that good, but, like, I think you always know it's there. Like, for you, like, you remember, like, your grandparents being stubborn and, like, all these things. But I'm sure there was good, like, where you went to your grandparents and, like, you hung out with your cousins. And, like, that was the central location. Like, there's good there, but it's just, like, the, the strong, like, I, like you said, I guess the stronger emotions are tied to, like, the, like, man, they were super mean to us. <laughs> they made us listen and we just wanted to wild out as little kids. Yeah. Well, I so mean,
0: half of it is cause I didn't, the majority of my time spent was, uh, my time was already split up between my mom and my dad, Yeah. where I was only seeing my dad every other weekend. If that, right. And so during that time, divide that by whatever, whenever I went to go visit my grandparents, which was rare. Um, so i didn't spend that much time with them to begin with as opposed to i spent a shitload of time with my grandma on my mom's side yeah um so there's definitely going to be a stronger connection and a lot more uh happy me- happy memories to pull from but on that side it's like i don't i don't have any real happy memories from them specifically like oh they they treated me this way they gave me a gift they did give me presents when i was younger uh i remember so there were some good memories how about that there there were some good memories with them involved just not a lot and uh but even those are still like they're the they're the people that they were they were straightforward stern they took care of business Mm -hmm. right
1: but i mean even like when we went to your grandma's house after the funeral and after the burial and stuff um i feel like like they had a picture of you and like one of your basic training flights. And I think that caught you off guard. Like, I don't think you were prepared for it. I wasn't. I, <laughs> I, uh,
0: they've had pictures of us in the past, but rarely. It was like maybe one picture of, of me and Monica. Um, so yeah, that one was, I was surprised it was there.
1: You had your whole own wall. Like, there was nobody else on that wall. Lucero yeah. was like, look at him. Like, he gets his whole thing. It's like a <laughs> shrine to Robbie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, uh, it did catch me off guard and I was like telling my cousin I was like oh shit there's a picture of me on the wall <laughs> she's like yeah that's you I was oh. like oh thanks asshole <laughs> uh, but but yeah it's just strange and uh, yeah being at that funeral and then going back to the house that day was it was just weird and it got me thinking a lot about family history and I guess like the legacy that we end up leaving and yeah. like you look back at at Mr. Mike, uh, so my grandpa, and strong dude, he he did a lot, like you see, where his family tree is coming, I don't know, coming from, I don't know where any, of his past, it, or like any of his past whatsoever, how he grew up, I just know from the point like, he became Mr. Mike, and had all these kids with Mrs. Rose, and then they had all these kids, and now we're having all these kids, and it's just like, to think that all this has stemmed from them from those two people right and who were migrant workers and they raised their kids and they they took them from place to place and ultimately landed in that one house and back then the house that they have like back in the day it was a really nice house like I mean it's still nice for as long as they've lived there yeah it's an an old house I think they got it in the 70s maybe and uh, so at the time, it was like a great house. You look at it now, and it, it, it walk, I remember it being super huge when I was little, but you walk through it now, and it's not as big. But they provided that house for all of their kids, right? And then later on in life, at some point, pretty much everybody lived in that house, and they cycled through that house, and they were like the stability for the family mm-hmm. up until now pretty much which is pretty amazing and uh it's so yeah it just it it made me think a lot about how we how we're carrying ourselves what we're doing and if we'll be that stability for our family like are we going to be the Mr. Mike and Mrs. Rose for for the kids we can be we can be yeah it's uh, like
1: we gotta retire first yeah yeah find find home plate
0: And that's the thing, like, I don't, we've talked about before. Your plan is to retire right at 20 and I'll retire right when you retire. So I'll be like at 22, 23 years. But I can't picture that and I can't see it. So are we going to continue moving and then?
1: But I mean, if you think about like your grandparents, they were the same as us. They moved as migrant workers and then they put roots down as their children got older, and that was the focal point. Like they didn't always have that as their focal point. They did that later in life after they were done moving. So what you saying? We're Mr. Mike and Mrs. Rose? That's what I'm saying, <laughs>
0: we're it. And it's and it's weird because I, look Mr. Cruz, and Mrs. Ollie. Crazy, like a lot like my like my grandpa, like Mr. Like Mike. Yes. And everybody always told me when I was getting older, and then I started like growing into my body and my face, right? Uh, because I think I look completely different as an adult as what I did as a kid.
1: Like, uh, you have a lot of the same features.
0: Uh, but when I started getting older and becoming an adult, everyone's was like, oh, you look like Mr. Mike. You look like <laughs> Mr. Mike. And then I start wearing these, these, these big frame glasses, like the ones that are issued from the military. Like, oh, you definitely look like Mr. Mike. <laughs> uh, so it's There were some trip. pictures
1: of him when he was younger, and I was like, dang, you look just like him there. Yeah, yeah I so. see it
0: not not a bad role model to have or a person to be compared to so it's uh, it's just strange yeah it it was weird it was like when we when we went it was like taking taking a, a stroll down memory lane or like stepping back into the past yeah uh, but it was cool and, and then to get to see all the family again
1: uh, it, it was good for the kids to get to meet like everybody on that side of the family so Um, hopefully it won't be so long before we see him him.
0: Yeah. We need to make it more of a point to, to go over there and see more people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It It was, it was good to see like the, the transition through family and the generations all together. Yeah. Uh, one, one of,
0: one of the guys, uh, there, so he's a family friend But he's almost like an uncle he grew up uh in the house right down the street uh from that house there and uh so he he grew up with all the brothers and and my dad and stuff and uh i was talking to him and he was telling me he's like it's a trip to hear you speak man because you you have like a you have an accent or you have no accent depending on how you see it it's like when you listen to everybody there most people there Some people are coming from out of town, but they lose their El Paso accent. And I, and I lost my El El Paso accent a long time ago. And he was telling me, he's like, it's just weird to hear you. Like you don't have an accent. Some people left and they come back and they still have their El Paso accent. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't hear it. I don't hear it anymore. When I hear people from El Paso, then I get it. I was like, oh, but even when I go back to El Paso, it comes back if I'm there long enough. Um, But I had told him. I was like, it's just. I don't know man, like uh you get out, you be around so many people, naturally I think your accent's gonna change. Uh but I like made it a point to get rid of my accent. Yeah. Uh 'cause I got I got tired of people like saying something about it. Outside of El Paso, right? Outside yeah. of El Paso I got tired of people saying something about it and I was just like, ah, I, I feel like people take me a little bit more serious if I change my accent. And he didn't like that answer but
1: uh <laughs> I forgot where I was going with that. I mean, it's just different. It's different to see, like... It's different to see how people just stay in the same patterns and how, like, you can leave for 13 years and not see people and then go back and it's like, no time has passed. Where for you, like, it's... That's completely out of the norm to, like, hang out the way that we did this past weekend. But for them, like, that is the norm. And it hasn't changed and. 13 years. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think that we do need to make more of a point to like, so the kids know that side of the family and it's not next time we all have to get together like stranger overload again.
0: I know. And they have a shit little more cousins. Like David has his four kids. Mm-hmm. It's like they can all play. Yep. Mr. Mike and Mrs. Rose. Shout out. <laughs>
1: We're the B2. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: we are continuing that legacy. I like it. All right. You ready to wrap it up?
1: I am when you are. And can
0: it stop it there? I stop it. <laughs> all right. Uh that's all
1: we have for you this week, folks. Babes. Get in touch with your families, guys. Don't let it be 13 years. And that's all I got. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Peace out, Cub
0: Scouts. We'll see y'all next week. Later.